It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked Locked On. Locked 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 On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast presented by Pepsi. Thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch. Pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through any game day, because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? Not much. It's it's fun. You know, we were just talking about it before we came on. It's it's fun to feel fun at, at watching a Cowboys game. And this was, uh, you know, obviously being an Eagles game and actually being meaningful despite, you know, it being absurd that it's meaningful it, it was fun and exciting and you know even a little bit nerve-wracking at times watching a cowboys game again and, and it felt like it reminded me of what we i feel like we've we've missed out on a large portion of the season but but it was good to feel that feeling again i guess yeah there really hasn't been that many games that have been enjoyable for a cowboy fan perspective right like even the falcons game in week what was that week two they were losing for most of that game, and it was only enjoyable for the first, you know, few minutes. And then the Giants won. We didn't really enjoy that one because Dak got hurt. 
This one felt fun because you knew you knew the Cowboys with a win would probably have a meaningful game in Week 17 as long as Carolina took care of business in their game, which they certainly did. Uh, and that the game become the, the game between the Cowboys and Eagles really became a loser leaves town match, and the Cowboys decided not to leave town. So, uh, Landon, let's talk about this game. Um, just a, a lot of fun. Uh, the Cowboys ultimately get this win. Uh, over the Eagles, I, I don't even remember the score. It's been just going crazy. I think it was what thirty-seven to seventeen. Thirty-seven seventeen was the final score. Yeah, I mean, Cowboys, yeah. high high potent offense right there. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> like, can, can we all, can we start with that actually? Because yeah. I think their offense has actually played really well over the last three yeah. weeks. Thirty points against Cincinnati, forty-one against the 49ers, and thirty-seven against the Eagles. So, how did you think the offense performed in this game? Well, I mean, I think you have to start with the wide receivers, and and I think even more specific, you have to start with uh, Michael Gallup, who just absolutely exploded today on eight targets for six catches, 121 yards, uh, and two touchdowns. And and I and I think that you know you would also be remiss and and, and perfect. Amari Cooper style if you look, overlooked Amari Cooper's performance for four catches 121 yards including <laughs> that incredible 69 yard nice uh, re- reception yeah. that was uh, that you know was absolutely amazing to watch him coming off the line uh, and getting getting free uh, right away and I think you know that's where you start that these guys are absolutely dominant and and they had an incredible mismatch and a, and a huge mismatch uh, against uh, I can't remember his name but number 30 the cornerback uh is it Tarrant? Uh, yeah or yeah something like that and and, and and they basically took turns just kind of abusing this person and 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 and, and michael jacquette that's michael, right. michael jacquette that's right yeah i because I, I you're right because i kept on thinking jackistic tar, uh, tart you know that, yeah that, that's that, what i was thinking that's what yeah, i kept was... on thinking yeah no uh but uh, i they you know they just kind of took turns just destroying him and 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 i think gallup got a healthy dose early uh and made some incredible plays uh, and I think that Andy Dalton had, you know, one of his better games throwing the football. I mean, I think there were definitely some throws that he wishes that he wishes that he had back for sure. Sure, but sure. but I think that you found a kind of healthy dose of the running game, especially a little bit later in the game. Uh, and I think that they were able to throw the football. I will say this: that I, I think. This game, the entire tone of this game, and everything in this game, the most meaningful moment of this game, in, in my estimation, was when Fletcher Cox left the game. Yeah. Because because yeah. The, the whole shape of the the success of the offense against this Philadelphia defense uh, completely shifted, uh, and and suddenly they were actually able to to have just enough time to throw the ball down the field, which opened up running lanes and and just made things a lot easier for the Cowboys' offense to operate. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a good one to point out because we know how dominant Fletcher Cox can be. I also want to point out a, a drive that happened in the second quarter. Uh, the Cowboys were down 14-3. to The Eagles were moving the ball really well on offense. Uh, and then the Cowboys had a 10-play, 63-yard touchdown drive uh, that took four minutes. That ultimately ended in a Michael Gallup touchdown. That put him back within four points. Uh, and then they had an, a, another touch, another field goal drive, which they kicked a short field goal. Uh, and then they came back with a touchdown drive, halftime touchdown drive, field goal. So uh, that stretch, uh, you know, at the second quarter through the first, you know, five minutes of the third quarter really set the tone for this game. And, you know, I think this is starting to become, again, I don't want to say this is an elite team or anything because we uh. know it's not. But 
they're not just completely collapsing when everything doesn't go perfect, right? There, uh, we've seen teams before, and even this season, they get down 14-3. This thing is over. But for the Cowboys to battle back and to win this game, I think that shows a lot about where Mike McCarthy's team is right now. And this is why he didn't want to quote-unquote tank. This is why he, all season long, despite you know even us kind of laughing at him about competing for the division, this, this is what he was trying to instill in them, right? Yeah, I mean, I I think again the, the ridiculousness of this is not that the Cowboys are still we're still trying. You know, I, I don't no, think, no, no, I, no, no, I, no. I, I think the ridiculousness of this is that the Cowboys are again six six and nine, and 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 they're competing for for the 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 championship of the, of the division. You know, and, and and I think that that's that's where it's the fact that the rest of the division is just so bad that the Cowboys could just have such a a. a you know, a gaping open wound in their in their side for most of the season, where they're you know just trying to hold themselves together as they limp through this this year, and suddenly you know that they get they get a little bit of momentum at the end of the year, they kind of figure things out, they, they find their balance again, and they they lift their eyes up, and suddenly, uh, uh you know all their all their enemies are also already kind of <laughs> mortally wounded and and like and also stumbling, so suddenly they're they're back in the middle of this with with two games to go in the, in the, in the season. And uh, now one game to go of the season, and, and and you know they're playing pivotal, meaningful football uh, in week seventeen. I mean, you certainly would have never thought that, or, or at least the circumstances that would have gotten us here would have been hard to conceive, you know, five or six weeks ago. But here sure. we are, like you know, Washington loses uh, that suddenly we're, we're you know, and, and the Cowboys are playing for the NFC East uh, title game, and 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 I think. Honestly, the big difference to me in the last few weeks uh, has been the defense. I, I, I think that that's really, you know, we, we started to see you know, Gallup and Cooper develop more uh, uh, rapport with Dalton and, and just kind of, you know, start to pick up a little bit. Gallup, obviously, specifically. But I think we should talk about the defense because I think the defense, yep. you know, the last few weeks has really made a lot of turns. Yeah, we're going to talk about the defense in just a second. But I, I just wanted to give you the state of the NFC East quarterbacking right now. Uh, you have you have Andy Dalton, who had a pass rating of 134.7 today, despite having an interception, 377 passing yards. Jalen Hurts put up a bunch of yards in this game, but 70.7. You had Dwayne Haskins with a solid 36.9, and he got benched in favor of Taylor Henneke. And then you had Daniel Jones uh, at 84.6. Don't think it's a stretch at all to say Andy Dalton's the best quarterback right now in the NFC East, and that is just absolutely wild considering... Uh, where we are at earlier this season. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, and, and just to kind of start there, I guess, right, is I, I, I feel like we predicted this last week. I, <laughs> I, I don't know that I predicted. I, I think I actually predicted against it being the Cowboys that was the team that would kind of show this. But Jalen Hurts is ultimately, you know, a, a – He's a he's good player, but he's a flawed, but he's a flawed player, you know, and, and yeah, just like sure. everyone is. But he has very defined flaws and very well known sure. flaws, right? And when the Cowboys, you know, adjusted their uh, strategy of kind of mush rushing and keeping Jalen Hurts in the pocket a little bit more and forcing him to roll opposite of where he's comfortable rolling out and throwing the football. Uh, you, you saw his his efficiency really start to drop, and and and, and it really just it became a lot more difficult for them to move the football. I'm actually kind of surprised that they stopped running the football. You know, I mean, I still feel like they the Cowboys were uh, in a. Uh, a 
in a situation where you know they were <laughs> they were still below the uh, the uh, McMosier line, where where yeah, you know, they yeah. were gi- they were giving up so so much uh, uh, yardage on the on the ground that uh, it, it, they couldn't they couldn't stop anything. But then ultimately, what happened, I think, is that the Cowboys. Uh, we're able to score points and 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 actually pull the pull the game out a little bit, uh, and and I think it changed uh, you know the 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 goals of, of the Philadelphia offense. But uh, I you know I think what's really what's really encouraging is the Cowboys were always supposed to play like this, right? They were always yep. supposed to play with the lead and let their defense go after them. Now that you're actually getting the opportunity to see the Dallas defense in situations where they're playing with the lead you're seeing some of the things that we we wanted to see right the turnovers the interceptions the the sacks the fumbles the sure. you know you're starting to see some of the things that uh uh, that that it that you hoped that this Dallas defense would be able to show off more of the time, and instead of highlighting their obvious weakness, I mean, look, this is a team that was already historically bad at stopping the run, and then lost Antoine Woods, uh, and 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 you know was giving up what seemed like seven plus yards a, a rush early on in this game, hmm. uh, and, and and suddenly you know with with the with the score script flipping things around for the Cowboys with uh, through the offense offensive success you know suddenly they look like a defense that i mean the, the results speak for themselves we're able to hold the other team to 17 points whether it's through turnovers you know in the red zone or or whatever uh, uh you know you saw the the cowboys defense play at a higher level of success because they were put in a game script situation that you know they were built to play in much right. much more so than one where they're forced to play a balanced game script uh, you know, throughout for a full 60 minutes in, in the NFL game. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Bet Online. Are you ready for some football? We've got college football bowl games uh, this weekend. We've got the playoffs coming up in just a couple weeks. Uh, there's only one place that has you covered and one place that I trust with my bets, and that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Landon, let's talk about that defense. You were kind of getting into it a little bit. Uh, the Cowboys were down several important defenders today. No Antoine Woods, no Leighton Vanderesh, Darian Thompson got hurt, Xavier Woods uh, did not play, and yet they held the Eagles to 17 points, uh, only three points from the second quarter on. Uh, they had a long bomb to Deshaun Jackson in the first quarter. After that, Philadelphia really didn't do anything at all in this game. Is the Cowboys' defense actually improving, or are they just playing some pretty bad offenses over the last couple of weeks? I mean, I'm starting to think it's a little bit of both. You know, yeah. I mean, I, sure. I, I mean, I think that look, Randy Gregory played out of his 
dang mind. You know, I don't know if, if anyone else was noticing that. I'm sure they were. Uh, you know, he ended up with a sack and a half, and he forced three fumbles and had a pass deflection. And yeah, he was better than what the stat line even says. Yeah, I mean, he was dominant. Like, every other snap, he was just completely blowing the, the left tackle. And, you know, it was a backup left tackle. But I, I guess, you know, the point is, is that, you know, you're starting to see these guys really, really, really start to pick it up and come into their own. Yeah. I thought Trayvon Diggs uh, was a little bit mixed early on, but then played obviously really well later, had a pass deflection and, and, and uh, kind of gimme interception later on. Um, and, you know, I think they're still they're still at a deficient level at, at uh, defensive tackle. You know, they're still going to have problems in the middle of the, their offensive line. I mean, their defensive, defensive line. They, they're still going to be giving up a lot of yards, uh, you know, if teams want to focus on trying to run the football. I mean, Tyrone Crawford, again, was getting more and more snaps uh, at defensive tackle, which, you know, he was able to actually produce some good plays. that He, he did uh, had a couple of good snaps. But at the same time, I mean, it's just not fair to expect him to play 45-plus run snaps. Yeah, maybe not that many, but like yeah, thirty-five sure. plus, you know, snaps of, of run defense at his size and his, you know, with his game. And I just think that with the Cowboys, it currently constituted at defensive tackle, it's a struggle, you know. And and and, and guys that you weren't expecting or weren't hoping to get snaps, you know, Justin Hamilton is basically your starting defensive yes. tackle. You're relying yes. on, you know. So uh, uh, I think in some sense, you know, like I said, situationally, they've been put in situations where they they been able to focus on what they do well going at getting after the quarterback uh you know maybe disrupting routes early with their their longer bigger corners but i think that in the sense that they can't stop the run you know it's, it, it that certainly has not gotten any better and that's not something that's gonna get better you know this season likely to to a degree that 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 really matters i agree uh, they they're still so far away on defense if they would happen to sneak into the playoffs like we know they're going to play Tampa Bay in the first round of the playoffs. I can't imagine what Tom Brady would do to this defense. But at the same time, if Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence are playing at this type of level yeah. and they're able to get pressure, why not? I, we've seen weird things happen. I, I, again, I, they would probably be 10-point underdogs despite being yeah. at home. But, hey, it's it, it's kind of fun. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit more about the defense. Uh, Trevon Diggs had an interception. Anthony Brown had an interception. Uh, Awuzie gave up a long play to Deshaun Jackson, uh, but did make some nice tackles in the open field. He was, he had some other plays that he played well. How do you think the Cowboys secondary held up in this game? Despite giving up what? 342 yards. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they gave up a lot of yards, but I thought that, you know, they made the plays that were there. They were, you know, available to make plays. You know, they had three different pass deflections, two interceptions. I mean, that's production on the football. You know, I mean, that's more than what you were seeing at different points last year where, you know, they weren't even just able to play. They they were at they were at the football, but they weren't able to actually make plays on the football. Right. And now you're starting right. to see that. I just think that there are certain players that in this uh, in this on this team that, that are a little bit more comfortable playing zone. And a, a little bit more comfortable with their with their backs to the quarterback, I mean, with their eyes on the quarterback, and and I think obviously it produces more uh, interceptions. But I, you have to find a way to get pressure on the quarterback if you're going to do that. You have you can't play zone, you know, without uh, pressure. So it starts up front, and I think the, and I think the fact that Randy Gregory and uh, uh, Demarcus Lawrence were requiring so much focus. Uh, you know, it opened things up a little bit for opportunities for Crawford and, and Gallimore. And again, 
this this it's all about highlighting what these guys do well. I mean, I don't know that Gallimore is a full time pass rusher. He, I mean, clearly he's got a he's a rotation long, guy. He's, he's a, a rotation, rotation guy. guy, but he's athletic, so he can get through a crack and he can finish a sack if, if it's someone else has created a, a play. In this case, you know, Randy Gregory kind of generated the play and then Gallimore finished. And and I think that you know Crawford again a pa- more of a pass rusher, right? I I think opportunities like this where you provide more chances for these guys to do what they do well as mm-hmm. opposed to do what they, they struggle with uh, yeah I mean they're going to look better than they are but the Cowboys are still a long way away from being good at defensive tackle certainly good enough to, to make any kind of uh, you know to expect let's, let's just say that to expect to, to make a lot of waves uh, if they were to make the playoffs alright last thing before we, we start talking about the, you know this upcoming week Landon I do want to say I thought Ezekiel Elliott played really well in this game mm-hmm. and we talked about it on our was it Thursday show. Um, we both, I think, we're both at the stage with Zeke and Pollard now that this should be a committee or it should be a team that rides the hot hand, right? They're just, I think, these two guys are too close in talent to to just give every one player every touch and kind of ignore the other. Uh, today we saw Ezekiel have 19 carries. Tony Pollard had nine. And honestly, I thought that was well deserved. I thought I thought Zeke was just running better. I think yeah. he was having more success. I think there was a couple plays where Pollard had some unfortunate blocking in front of him, but for the most part, I thought Zeke played really well. Uh, any comments on the running back situation? Yeah, actually, what I, what I'll say is that I think what was encouraging, and, and you can agree or disagree, but to me was that they they were truly rotating. It felt like they yes, were actually yes. trying out to see who was playing better against which de- this defense today and today it was Ezekiel Elliott right uh, but and next but, week it might be and next week it might be Tony Pollard I'm yeah. just hoping that the Cowboys are more they're, they're they're okay just saying hey it's a Pollard game or they hey it's a Zeke game they didn't just give Pollard uh, a series right they were they were rotating him in every other every, every few series to see if yeah, hey if he's popping let's put him in and give him in and it wasn't happening for Pollard so they just leaned into Ezekiel Elliott and I agree I think 19 and 9 is a fair balance for a game that that Zeke is the hot hand right and, and and I think if 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 you were looking at more of a Pollard hot hand game maybe it'd be closer to a 50 50 split right so sure. I, I, I again I think what was encouraging was the way that they were rotating Pollard it felt like you know you were getting opportunity he was getting opportunities to see if he was the hot hand early uh, and then when it wasn't working out for them obviously they didn't hesitate to uh, uh, you know to give Elliot the, the, the lion's share of the carries now the true test is what happens when Zeke's not having his best game and, mm, you, and it's clear that Pollard is getting you know the, the, the popping off and getting a little bit better uh, car- yards per carry are they going to be willing to bite the bullet and really uh, lean into Pollard getting the, the the bigger share of the carries when he's the hot hand that's what I'm curious to see and maybe next week will be the uh, game where we see it um Listen, let's just hope that they continue to get this kind of rushing production uh, out of Zeke or Pollard. Zeke Elliott, 19 carries, 105 yards. I actually thought what he did as a receiver was kind of more impressive. Four catches for 34 yards. I know it's it doesn't sound great, but there was a couple times where he caught passes in the flat uh, and made a couple guys miss and got up the field. I, I just thought he had maybe probably, I think this was the best game that we saw all season long from Elliott. Um, let's take one more quick, quick break and we'll come right back and talk about week 17. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? 
Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wanted to tell you guys about Built Bar because Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors and a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste absolutely fantastic, and they are releasing six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and apple almond crisp. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your first box. Again, that is BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Okay, Landon, going into Week 17, the Cowboys have a meaningful game. Uh, they will be playing the New York Giants. Uh, it will be the, in New York, so that's going to be an interesting challenge. Uh, New York has not played very well over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they win and Washington loses, then they're in the playoffs. Same thing for Dallas. If Dallas can win and Washington can lose against Philadelphia, Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys are in the playoffs hosting a game in Round 1. First and foremost, just your early gut feeling. Do you think the Cowboys will be able to beat the Giants next week? I think it's going to be a tough game. I mean, I, I think the Giants, you know, Daniel Jones is back on offense, so that's a positive for the Cowboys. Sure. Uh, but but I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I think the Giants have a pretty legitimate defense, uh, and they definitely have some players up front that you worry about. Leonard Williams has actually played pretty well for them yeah, this year. Uh, and I think that the Cowboys have shown that they've struggled at times to stop uh, really talented players in 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 the the interior. So um, I, I do worry about that. I, I and I worry about uh, you know the 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 Cowboys' ability to uh, stop the run again. I mean, it doesn't really even matter that it's that it's there's no uh, superstar running back. You know, for that it's only just Wayne Gallman that's coming at them uh, this year uh, instead of you know whoever else. It's it, sure. it's just it's. It's going to be difficult for the Cowboys to stop the run against anybody this year. So, really, my main concern going to any of these games again is how are the Cowboys going to be uh, exploited by their by their run defense and and how badly and and how are they going to solve that? Because uh, if again, if they can't solve that, it's just going to make especially a quarterback like Daniel Jones who likes to use his legs as well, right? Mm-hmm. It's just going to make them seem more efficient and 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 more uh, uh, you know deadly against a defense that really does struggle when when they have to defend both the run and the pass. Uh, I agree. Uh, I think it's going to be a really low-scoring game, actually. I think it's going to be one of these 20-17 to 17 games. It's going to probably be cold, uh, and I'm so excited to see it. It's Jason Garrett against yeah. Mike McCarthy. That's a lot of fun. Uh, so it's going to be a fun Week 17. We're, we're going we're gonna to prepare like it's a playoff game for the Cowboys because it really is. If you lose, you have no chance. If you win, uh, you're actually going to have a fairly decent chance. And let's talk about that other game really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. 
the Washington football team, who, who has really struggled over the last couple I of weeks. I mean, only barely at this point, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I, I can say the Washington defensive squad and sure. fe- featuring the uh, Washington offense uh, sometimes. Like, it's it's yeah. it's unbelievable how, uh, you know, the, cow- the, 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 the Washington football team's defensive line can be so dominant. And watching Chase Young has just been uh-uh. – terrifying and, and incredible at the same time right but sure. but, but their yeah. offense is so incredibly inept and, and obviously uh you know the quarterback carousel continues i think they're on their uh is it their fourth they might be their fifth quarterback at this uh point. alex smith haskins brandon allen taylor heineke, heineke? Yeah, i don't know the fourth so yeah, yeah. it's 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 brutal it's brutal, yeah, and, and especially since again, you know, they do have some players on that team, Terry McLaurin. That's that's really, really talented young players. And, he's and, hurt though. He he's yeah. got an ankle sprain. Didn't play today. Oh, was he out today? I missed yeah. that. Well, yeah, he he has an ankle sprain, and I think he's very questionable for next week. Well, I mean, I mean, you just saw what Dallas it's all just wide receivers up for the Cowboys. Is that what's happening? Is that what we're saying? Is that is is that it's all just kind of lining up in front of the Cowboys and they just need to walk steadily forward and they'll be okay. They'll be in the playoffs. Is that essentially what we've landed on at this point? Maybe. I mean, legitimately, maybe. It's it's been absolutely wild. So uh, the Philadelphia. We'll see how much the Eagles care. Do they do they hate the Cowboys more than they hate Washington? <laughs> I I think Philadelphia is going to want to win this yeah, game. Yeah, no, they're going to try for sure. Right, because right? they've got Jalen Hurts. They want to see what he can do. Yeah. Doug Peterson might be coaching for his job. Absolutely. Right? I mean, it's it's certainly on the board, and, and, and none of these teams are you know are. You know, on t- uh, tanking at this point, especially if they would have been tanking by now, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And so we'll see. I mean, it's it's a division team, uh, and again, like you said, people are playing for jobs. So uh, yeah, and especially with the, all these injuries, you got a lot of young players. It's not like a bunch of old vets that 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 have waned excitement. I mean, there's a lot right. of these guys, right. including the left tackle, who uh, you know are playing for jobs, and they got to take every snap seriously. So it should be you know at least interesting football. You'd hope if, if ugly. I will tell you what, Landon, I am so excited for this week. This is going to be so much fun because we're going to break down the All-22 film uh, over the next couple days. We're going to come back with our takeaways. Uh, We'll do a crossover podcast later this week, and then we're preparing uh, for this (laughs) Cowboys-Giants game in Week 17 and then possibly a playoff game. So this this is a lot of fun, easily the most fun we've had all season. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast uh, remember you can follow the show at locked on cowboys you can follow Landon at mccool bcb you can follow me at marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy either way join keith sanchez and damian parson for mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 